people of the internet, welcome to episode 70 of the PlayStation Report, your number one choice for hot takes and cold plates. I'm Frank, alongside my good pal Tyler. Hey. How you doing, baby? Oh, oh, it's good, it's good. It's all good, it's always good when I'm with you. Oh. What's that song? Damn it. Oh, no, no. I no, know exactly I, which song you're talking about, I and I'm not going to help you. I'm with you. Oh, my God. Because I know good. Oh, God, oh. I hate you. Oh, I don't even think that relates. It just made me think of it. Mm. Mm. But I like it. But I like it. I don't like it. I don't like this oh. at all. No, this is no good. <laughs> oh, man. How you been? My good friend, it's been a week. I'm all right. It has, for sure. I. By you. Yeah, it's. I am actually in one of those very dark places right now, and it's it's draining. I'm. I just. I feel like I'm underwater all the time. Ooh. Yeah. I just. Uh, I just kind of feel weird about a lot of things right now. I'm just like, I don't know. Things just feel weird. Mm. It's okay. I had some Jimmy John's today. Have you ever had Jimmy John's? <sighs> no, I actually haven't. It's okay. My exposure to Jimmy John's is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do they have any Jimmy John's down there? I think they do. I just don't go. I don't frequently run by them so yeah i mean it's okay it's one of those places where i never ever want to go there but if someone forces me to go there and i eat it i'm like you know what it's pretty good it's it's like it's like a higher quality subway i Mm. think okay it's good it's got some good ham and cheese sandwiches like that oh get stuff on them oh yeah I can. So I had that. That made the day okay. All right. And tomorrow's Friday, so you know that's that's a good thing. Dude, tomorrow's gonna be awful for me. <laughs> really? I haven't slept well all week, and this is the night that I don't sleep well at all, despite yeah. because just scheduling mm-hmm. of things that I watch live. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just gonna, and I have to take part in this IG expe- inspection. Yeah. Oh God, it's it's just bad. Yeah, it's just fun. You're gonna be asking me questions, questions I might not have the answers to. Yeah, it's no good. I I know that feeling. I know that feeling for sure. Mm. People look at you and they're like, "Well, I don't believe what you have up there on the screen's accurate." I'm like, "Well, fuck, man, like." I'm doing it. You calling me a liar? You calling me a fucking liar? Like, I do what I'm told, man. Yeah. Maybe your brain's not accurate. How about that? Yeah. How about that? How about that? How about that? This is a game show. Well, not a game show. We don't... No, it's not like the (laughs) Japanese game shows. Although, sometimes I wish it was. It's a show about video games and PlayStation games, and specifically... So I must ask you, Tyler, what have you been playing? Um, kind of the same old shit. Mm. Some Batman. That's Arkham what that's style. what uh, SOS stands for. Same old shit. Yeah. 
Um, some Batman Arkham Asylum, that game's fun. Kingdom Hearts 2, that game's pretty fucking cool, too. Um, some Overwatch here and there, that's cool. Uh, but Crash Bandicoot's what I played a lot of. Um, Crash 2 is what I've been playing a lot of, and that game is very fun. Mm. I think starting with Crash 1 in this collection is the absolute worst thing you could do. Because Crash 1's just, it's fun, it's really challenging, but I think it's challenging at times in a very unfair, just completely brutal way. Um, Whereas Crash 2 takes Crash 1, and it takes, like, it's still a challenging game, but it's a lot more fair. The levels are a lot more fun to get through. They're a lot more diverse and stuff. Uh, and And it also doesn't have the gimmicky shit of Crash 3, so it's a little bit more pure platforming for the most part. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I I, I don't remember this game a lot, but I also don't remember it being as hard as it was. It's like one of those things where like the older you get, the worse you absolutely get at video games. Because I could probably I could beat all three of these games, no fucking problem. Oh God, what if we had Resogun back then? Oh my god. Be the best, dude. Yeah. I mean, be awesome. Uh so like there's times where I literally there's two times where I literally ran out of lives and I'm like, fuck. You know? But the game's fair in that you don't lose all your progress. You can just restart the level, they give you four more lives, and you can learn from that and keep going. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to to beating it here pretty soon, good, and then uh, I'll good. I'll get back to Crash One. I, I don't have much of a desire to play Crash One, to be honest with you, because I just think Crash Two and Three are so far superior to Crash One, and it's not because Crash One's hard or imbalanced or whatever. I just think level design wise, like it is just so much better in Crash Two and Three. So we'll see on that, but mm. that's. That's pretty much all I've been playing. That in Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. A lot of Breath of the Wild. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. I played that game for like eight hours on Sunday straight. It was beautiful. I believe so, it. Were you sitting in bed just with, with the handheld or were you up on a screen? I was on a screen, actually. I was. I had it docked on my TV. If the the actual handheld could last eight hours i absolutely would be playing it in my bed not even leave my bed well you know you could just you you just plug in the charger and plug it in you could but that that can be awkward if if things don't line up correctly Mm. you know Mm. yeah yeah. what about you boy well news alert my leg (laughs) just went dead because i'm sitting like right i'm sitting incorrectly like one of my arteries is getting cut off from the position i'm sitting in so my leg went dead and that's awkward because i get needles in my feet and it feels weird that is the one of the weirdest feelings in the world is when your feet go fucking they fall asleep it sucks so it's i think it's worse (laughs) when you can feel your feet when you feel like the pins and needles yeah that's that's just the worst yeah Mm. also I found recently playing like my 3DS, if I'm playing that, for let's say half an hour, my 
hands will actually start falling asleep, which oh. is bizarre. I don't know if it's it's just the way that I am like positioned in holding the thing. You have the when XL, my hands right? start to fall asleep. Yeah. All right, so it's and not it's, even a problem of being too small. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It doesn't happen with the Switch. It doesn't happen with Vita. I don't know. Hmm. Weird. Maybe Nintendo updated their firmware. Maybe. And they're trying to get you to put it down. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe it is a way because almost every Nintendo game you play, they're like, you know, you've been playing for a long time. You mm-hmm. think you should take a break? It's like, dude, I've been playing for only 30 minutes. Stop. I am an adult man. Leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I did play a few games. Um, I finished Divinity Original Sin finally. Yeah. I only I only had about like two hours left to go in it, so I was like, I just woke up I think Saturday morning or ev- might have been Friday evening, and I was like, all right, flat, it's done. So that was fun. The final boss battle was a real bitch, though. <laughs> really? Uh, you have to fight this giant fucking void dragon, dude. Spoilers for like a three year old game. Yeah. But yeah, you. You fight this big old dragon dude, and he has some weird ass attacks that can really fuck you up. Did you reflect on your journey at the end and go, "Damn, that was cool"? Yeah, it's cool. It does. It does the kind of post credit scene that you see in the Bioware games, where you go talk to your party, and if you help them do their side quests, they say special stuff. And yeah, that was pretty cool. Because I, I liked my party. I, Well, I liked most of them. There was one asshole that I just didn't like. So, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed the game a lot, and I'm looking forward to the second one. It's releasing on PC this year. I'm not sure if it's going to... It will pr- most likely get a PS4 release eventually, yeah. but yeah, we'll see. Um, I booted up Torment Tides of Numenera. To, Tides of Numenera. It's... um. It's another CRPG. I'm kind of in that mindset right now where I want to play CRPGs. So I, I booted that up. I, I only played about like an hour or two of it um, just to get, get a feel for what that game's going to be when I go balls deep into it. Um, and then I picked up on my Valkyria playthrough. Ooh, you're just bouncing from one RPG to the next, man. Yeah, man. I just a lot of RPG mm-hmm. goodness. Holy crap! I'm gonna be ready for FPSs when uh, Destiny rolls along. Uh, Beta's yeah. out this week um, yeah. for PS4, and uh, you can you can preload that. I think starting today. Oh, actually, really? Yeah. Okay, I have to check that out because I actually bought Destiny Two digitally, mm-hmm. just because. Like, I thought about Destiny 1, and I'm like, I have that on a disc, and that disc is so fucking irrelevant and useless now mm-hmm. because that game changed so drastically. Like, literally, like, Peter Dinklage is fucking nowhere to be seen on, on in that game anymore. So I'm like, I'll just get Destiny 2 digitally. It'll be, mm-hmm. be easy. But I was wondering, like, when can you start downloading a beta? But, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm playing Valkyria now. Um, yeah, how's that? It's really good. I I really enjoy tactical RPGs. Who would who would have thought like a tactical RPG is something that focuses one aspect of a CRPG, which I've been playing a lot of lately. It's something I enjoy. And yeah. I I'm really it's kind of like a World War II story in a fictional Europe. So 
it's kind of like that kind of theme. Um, I got a little over halfway. I think there's 20 chapters in this game, and I'm on uh, chapter 13 now. So I'm a little Ooh. over halfway. They took a I character from me in the story. They they take a character from you, and it has me, it has me a little bit down because, uh, yeah, that that character was one of the more enjoyable people. But it's war, and shitty shit happens in war. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm closing. I think I can beat that game by next week. Because Probably. on how long to beat, I think it says something around like 28 to 30 hours. And uh, I'm about 14 hours or 15 hours into the game. So I can I can probably do it. Yeah. Playing Kingdom Hearts 2, I'm 10 hours into the game. And I'm like, you know what? I feel pretty far. And then I beat the game on PS2, I don't know, three or four years ago now. And I, I started to think like, what's next when does this happen that happened and then i realized like oh shit i'm only halfway through the first part of this game Mm -hmm. and then you literally have to do everything and go through all the worlds again Mm. and like do different shit in them because it's just weird that's how games used to be (laughs) yeah that's how ah you know some of those games are but yeah it's fun though i liked it I so you get to a world called Disney Disney Castle. Yeah. And you have to go to the the uh, find Queen Mickey. It's pretty fucking cool. And you're going down this long hallway. And it's just heartless, which are that the black like enemies that you see in all the Kingdom Hearts games. They're just spawning like fucking crazy. That's one thing that's cool about two compared to one. Like two is fucking epic at times. And this hallway is super long and just heartless, just constantly popping up, up and up, up. Like you can't even make progress. And I was uh, also listening to some pretty badass jams at the time. And it was just absolutely epic. I was listening to a song called Hold at All Costs by Iced Earth, which is about mm-hmm. the Battle of Gettysburg and it, you know, having to hold the line stuff. And it was just like perfect timing because I'm like just trying to just – you know, mm. stay alive with Kingdom Hearts and this badass thing's happening. It's cool. Yeah. I like it. I, like I it. usually don't listen to things when I play Kingdom Hearts because the soundtrack's fantastic in that game, but mm-hmm. other purposes I had to. But it, it worked out really, really well. Like yeah. It. We're supposed to get like a Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer or something here really soon. I think yeah. D2-3 is in the next couple days, so... Hopefully next week we'll have something to talk about or show after that. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I I don't think we'll get a release date or a window or or a year. But God damn it, I would, I would love that. Mm. Like if the trailer just pops up at the end, just says 2018, that's all it says, I'll, I'll be very happy. Mm. But I doubt it. I don't understand how what this if, game what takes if it just so says, long to make. What if it says eventually? <laughs> It probably will. <laughs> It'll probably say something stupid like now in development, like it's always had. Like, look, games take a long time. This is a big game. I get it. It takes a long time. But this game was announced E3 2013, and it had some pretty cool playable – or not playable, but like gameplay footage in the trailer. So they were obviously working on it even before that. It's like, fuck. Fuck. I don't know if it should take four years. 
for five, mm. probably take six. 2019. Yeah. That's my guess. Uh, you people in your kingdom hearts. Uh, it sucks. Um, I, I think being a Kingdom Hearts fan is one of the worst things to ha- like be a fan of in games. Well, you and would it, know. And it's just, I know. And like, I'm not even the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan, but like, you know, when you do play it and you do understand the story to a degree, uh, it is super interesting and the characters are fun. The gameplay is fantastic. And it's like, these games are can when they are at their best they are very good quality but it just sucks to be a huge fan of them because they just keep co- like fucking cock teasing you mm. sucks yeah that it is unfortunate what's happening yeah that, but i'm not the biggest i hardly even played kingdom hearts one like i've only played a like maybe four or five hours of that game and I was like you know what this isn't for me yeah. it's understandable it's not for everybody for sure mm-hmm. and one's the hardest one to get into in my opinion mm-hmm. out of the out of the like main ones that if you want to understand what's going on and everything mm-hmm. one's probably the worst for sure and I played one more game it's on PC fire pro wrestling world but it's coming to playstation 4 it's in early access now on pc so i'm taking a look at that before it comes to ps4 Uh, i don't think it has a release date for ps4 yet but uh fire pro wrestling is this crazy amalgamation of fan creation and like it's just it's amazing so they have their own roster of wrestlers which are fake names because they don't have any licenses or whatever but they give you like editing tools and stuff in it to create your own wrestlers and they and i know it works for steam you can upload them to steam and you can go and download other people's characters so in my wrestling league that i created i got some of the people from pax wrestling i got dirty dan i got a dr tracksuit like these were things that were that people had created and just uploaded to steam and it's really awesome because not only like you can make characters look like different different people, but you can also customize their move sets, customize their AI to like determine like how likely they they are to use certain moves in certain situations and stuff like that. It's super deep customization. There's like hundreds of different wrestling moves that you can assign to your guy, and it's man, I really like it. Like I, this is the first wrestling game I've played since I was a teenager. And that was like when I was 14, <laughs> the last time I played a wrestling game. But this one's really cool. It's It's got a kind of a retro look to it. But uh, I, think it, I think it works for what it is because you can do all that customization. You can create your own belts. You can create, like, it, it's probably my favorite PC game right now. And I know that's really hard to say because PUBG exists but I like this I caught myself last night um, watching simulated wrestling matches because I created a league and I there I I have my own character I created for myself and um, I got shit beat out of me by Dan Reichert <laughs> he, he just took me down and ground and pounded me uh, but I was watching simulated wrestling matches in a video game 
for like two hours straight. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, worse, watching simulated wrestling matches or watching as, actual wrestling matches. Actual wrestling wrestling matches because wrestling is terrible right now. It probably. Has wrestling ever been good? Um, I'd say the Attitude Era was pretty good. All right. That's what people say. Yeah. But it, I, I think... Sounds that, interesting. Is there any, like... Like, do you just, like, create shit and then wrestle? Yeah. Is that all you can do right now? Is there any, like, career mode, story mode, or anything like that? early access. You can create, like, a season. Like, they don't have any written, like, story mode or anything like that. But you can create a season and uh, just put, like, a roster of wrestlers in, and it'll create the matches for you. And that's how I watched the computer matches, because it matched up the, like, the third match of the season was... uh, was two computer controlled characters and that was that was cool um they have different types of matches like there's a barbed wire match where like there's barbed wire all around the ring and on the posts um yeah it's like it gets crazy you can customize the referee you can like create referees um i know there's a deadpool referee going out out there um man can you fight like each other? Yeah, you can go online okay. and fight. You can uh, do it locally if you have enough controllers hooked up to a, a PC. Um, it's not fun to play mouse and keyboard. I just hooked up my PS4 controller and it worked just fine. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm i enjoying it a lot. Sounds A lot sounds more intriguing. than I should be. <laughs> yeah. Ah, gosh. I used to play... WWE Smackdown versus Raw I think on PS1 mm. all the time mm. that's like the last I think I remember I that one man yeah. but I played it non-stop dude I loved that game I love being like Rikishi and just like <laughs> sit my fat ass on people's face and stuff it was mm. fantastic mm. that was a fun game yeah it's Fire Pro is just oh man I know they have the WWE 2K18 coming out this year, but if I had if I had to influence people, I'd tell them to get Fire Pro, man. Fire Pro is just yeah. <laughs> because well, you can get the roster of, like they basically created the WWE roster like within an right. hour of me buying the game, people already created and uploaded characters for them. Yeah. And I think if this game's you know ends up after it's out of early access and has enough content and stuff, but it's a better game, mm-hmm. then maybe. I don't know. Because I feel like WWE game, 2K games haven't been doing too well mm-hmm. past few years. I, I mean, they sell, but yeah. like critically, I haven't seen a good review of any of them. Mm. Uh, but... but. Yeah, I, I just had a lot of fun just tweaking AI. Like, I sent my guy in on a computer match just to see, just to see if, it like, how my character behaved and all that. So I spent, like, an hour just tweaking AI. Watch just this changing percentages. Something where you can, like, bet. Oh, my God. On. I mean, you could like absolutely do that matches. under the table, like, just, yeah. like, with your friends and shit. Um,. Yeah, you, I think, like, they don't have the functionality now, but I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to create online leagues and have your wrestler in it. Man, my finisher, um, it's a tornado DDT off the, off, jumping off the post. I fucking love it. Love it. 
What's it called? Is that what it's called? Um, I forget. Like, can yeah, you, you can. It? Yeah, you can name your finishing moves. You can assign certain moves like as your favorite moves and finishers. Actually, no, that that isn't my finisher. That's one of my favorite moves. My finisher is actually off the turnbuckle, a diving head, like head headbutt from the turnbuckle on a downed opponent, and it's called uh, the Death Wish. Oh, yeah. Damn. But yeah, you can create all kinds of weird outfits. You can actually create bears. You can fight bears in this game. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're, that's interesting. I think they that's actually what have actual character models. Needs. For them. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Like, what if, like, in actual wrestling, you have like fucking Kane out there and a fucking Dude, Kane doesn't wrestle anymore. <laughs> Oh, okay. See, this is how out of touch I am with wrestling. And like a bear just runs out. Oh, what if they do their fucking cage matches? But they're yeah. trapped in there with a bear. <laughs> yeah, there are cage matches in this game. That'd be fucking cool. Mm. I would watch rest, like real life wrestling if that was a thing. Mm. I think a lot more people would. Yeah. People like to see people get fucked up. I'm not sure if you watched the bomb cast, but someone asked a question to them to the or it was the beast cast uh, and Ben Pack or the the tall dude. Yeah, the tall dude. He's on a bomb cast, I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. But I, they asked it of the beast cast, but they did everybody. Um. So like they made him a bear, mm. and they already created a character for him in the game. That's a bear. Wow. And awesome. his finisher is the right to bear arms and it's kind of it's kind of a submission hold. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I saw I I watched a Dr. Traxway fight fight him. <laughs> and Dr. Traxway lost. Oh. Darn. Dan Riker fucking destroyed me though. Destroyed me and Dr. Traxway. Yeah. Man. Dirty mm. Dan. Dirty Dan, indeed. All right, that's enough about Fire Pro Wrestling. It is coming to PlayStation 4 eventually, once it's out of early access. And I'm looking forward to it. Good controller support. All right. Now it is time to transition to the very small list of news this week. Yeah. And this one's real, real quick. Gran Turismo Sport coming out this year, October 17th. This has VR support and all that good jazz. Finally, have a release date for this damn thing. Do you believe it? Yes. I might be foolish to believe it, but I believe it. October 17th. At least it's not uh, that other day in October. <laughs> yeah. Well, South Park's supposed to come out the 17th. Oh, yeah, that's true. And... There's something else. Mm. I don't know. There's something else like right around there. Yeah. I mean, Chat of Wars the week before. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking know. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I do believe it. <laughs> it's just every time I think about this game and think that they had a release date of November 15th, 2016 for this game and they delay it for almost a year. Holy shit. It's like a drive club situation all over again. Mm. Although this might turn out better than Drive Club. We'll see. But Drive Club got delayed in very similar fashion. It's a racing mm. game. 
So, I mean, I don't really have a hard on for Gran Turismo, but I think I might check this out. Hmm. Over Project Cars 2, or is Project Cars just too simulation for you? I like Project Cars 2. I, I liked Project Cars, the first one. I don't know why I really stopped playing it. Hmm. Probably other shit. You literally stopped this. playing it as soon as I bought it. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Which made me really bummed because I was like, man, I wanted to race you. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, maybe we can race each other in Gran Turismo. Yeah. I keep forgetting Project Cars 2 is coming out, but that game's looking pretty damn cool, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that game has, like, I forget, like, over 100 tracks or some shit I saw today or yesterday or something. Like, some crazy-ass numbers of tracks and cars, and I'm like, fuck yeah. And I think... You see, I'm a Forza guy, but I'm not that excited for Forza 7, to be honest with you. Mm. You're, you're more and of a Horizon dude now? Probably, but, I mean, I've always enjoyed the Forza Motorsports games, but, like, what they showed at E3 was fine, but they were obvi- very obviously trying to sell the Xbox One X, mm-hmm. and so they didn't show enough like new like what's new with this game like there was new shit with forza 6 there was weather and all kinds of stuff you know what's new with forza 7 i i don't know Hmm. be an interesting year interesting fall for racing games um i'll be curious to see which one i'll be comes out with the chart yeah (laughs) which one's gonna win the championship the grand prix if you will yeah Mm. So this next bit of news is I thought it was hilarious when I heard it. Nino Kuni 2 delayed to agree. 2018, not even well, basically a month after the release date was announced, it was delayed. Yes. Which <laughs> like seriously, if if anybody thought this game was coming out November 10th of this year, like holy fucking shit. In I'm not saying that because I don't I didn't think the game would be ready. It would probably be ready to go. But this game should not be coming out in the fall Mm -hmm. at all. You know, and now I think it's coming out January 19th, I think, which is a perfect time for this game because all the big shit will be out. You know, maybe, you know, through playing all that stuff, through maybe being off around Christmas and New Year's time, you'll be looking for something new to play. This will be perfect. It will have people talking about it. Like why this was going to come out the week after Call of Duty and the week before Star Wars Battlefront 2. Just fucking crazy, man. I could not believe that they were doing it. And then after like mario wolfenstein assassin's creed it's like nobody would have time for this even if it is like a like a jrpg and there are specific people that want to play those games and that's their main jam i still just don't think it would have got fucking buried Mm. but i agree when i saw that today i just kind of chuckled i'm like you're fucking kidding like why did you even say anything exactly like why didn't you just hold off and wait until now and announce that it's coming out in January next year? Like, it's fucking stupid. It's like the whole thing with, uh, like, Shadow of War did that this year. It wasn't, like, such a short time, but they announced it, announced a release date, and then not too long after, they're like, oh, yeah, it's coming out in October. 
Batman Arkham Knight did the same thing. It's like, just fucking wait, man. It's fine. I have a real problem with my bony ass cutting off circulation. <sighs> and my leg just keeps going numb no matter how I sit. Sounds like I just need to be there to be grabbing at that ass to mm. keep it awake. Mm. Yeah. Uh. As Ice Cube said, I what what he say? I put it in so deep, so deep, put her ass to sleep. Mm. Mm. Today was a good day. Okay. The Great Wisdom of Ice Cube brought to you by Tyler. <sighs> Man. Mm. And that's it for news. Two items. Of, like, major stuff. I mean, there's, like, an Overwatch League that's having some cities yeah. and stuff, which could be cool. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, little shit, but nothing worth really... Yeah, nothing, nothing that we can really just talk about. So we're just yeah. going to we're going to run you down the new games this week and then we're going to get into some other discussions. So, Tyler, would you like to get us started with the new games for the week? Yes. July 11th. First up is The Bellows on PlayStation VR. Plunge yourself into a world of nightmare and fear and discover just how frightening virtual reality can be. Great. Another VR horror experience. Sweet. The next game is called Black the Fall. After decades of toil, an old machinist plots his escape from the oppressive grasp of the communist regime. Through hidden passages, shadow, and grief, he struggles. Ingenuity, reflexes, and deception are his tools. Next up is D Tower Rush on PS4. Defend yourself from a horde of vicious creatures by building towers and catapults. Defend the time machine at all costs. Exciting and wild worlds await you. Mm. Next up we have Derelict Fleet on PlayStation 4 digitally. Derelict Fleet is a fast-paced space combat game. You're tasked with defending a refugee fleet as you travel the stars searching for a new colony to call home. Oh. You don't search for a colony. I'm just going to point this out. You don't search for a colony. You search for a planet to start a colony on. That's that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, The fucking. Yeah. The English weren't searching for a colony, man. Mm. They wanted land. They happen upon it. I don't understand my history anymore. I need to go back to school. Echoes of the Fae, the Fox's Trail on PS4. Echoes of the Fae, the Fox's Trail is a visual novel slash adventure game that blends the magic magic of high fantasy and mystery of a classic detective story. Play as Sophia Rykoff, a private investigator, with a secret of her own, the power to turn into a cat. Mm. That doesn't right, look so like a cat on the cover. That looks like a fox. It does. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So my one cat, my, my fat one, she has this toy that she's had forever and she's tore it to shit and there's like nothing left but like scraps, but she loves this fucking toy and she gets so excited every time it's around or you you know, throw it down the hall or whatever. She plays with it all the time. Carries with it, her with it, carries it with her 
everywhere she goes. When she's eating, she'll literally like dump this thing in the cat's water, even though there's another cat that wants to drink the water. She's just like, fuck you. She'll put this thing in there. My mom found it today. She was changing the cat's litter, scooping the poop, and she dropped it in the fucking litter box and took a shit and left it in there. That's gross. Mm. So is it finally out, like, gone now? No. What? It's not. She didn't throw it away? I. That's what I said. I'm like, Mom, maybe it's time for it to go. She's like, no, it makes her happy. And I'm like, did you clean it? She's like, I don't know how to clean that. I'm like, just uh, whatever. That's nasty. It's gross. That is it's really nasty. fucking nasty. Super nasty. Ugh. Cats. Cats. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Would you look at that? A PlayStation Vita game. Energy balance. Wow. During a mission, your spaceship encounters an unknown anomaly and all systems fail. You have to balance the energy in order to get them running again and to get home safely. Energy balance is a number puzzle. You have to swap power units in such a way that their sums correct the chain correct their sums form correct chains both vertically and horizontally. Huh. Oh. Next up is Fantastic Contraption. PlayStation VR. Build and create a Build and create in a fantastic world. Fantastic Contraption is a surreal VR puzzle game where you use simple tools to assemble amazing machines to get your ball to the goal area. Mm. Sure, right. Fox. Foxes are in, man. Yeah. Um, here we have Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, on PlayStation 4, digital, and retail. Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, improves upon the PS2 classic, now more beautiful and easier to play than ever. The high-definition remaster introduces several modern advancements, included reconstructed battle design and a revamped job system. Players both returning and new to the game will experience a grand adventure that spans the world of Ivalice. I actually popped this in. I played this for about an hour. And I'm like, I think I'll come back to it. This game looks cool to me, actually. And if I can maybe find a time, I might pick it up play some more final fantasy games because 15 is the only one i ever played so 12 crime 12 is one of four games i haven't played four of mm-hmm. the final fan the numbered final fantasies i didn't play all the i didn't yeah i didn't play all the offshoots and shit uh but yeah uh so the ones i haven't played of course 12 i also haven't played one two or eight Wow. Would have thought you would have played eight. Yeah, I I ha- I own it on PC. I just I've never had the time to play eight. Yeah. I would if I didn't play so many damn CRPGs because I'm simultaneously playing Pillars of Eternity, Torment Tides of Numenera, and I have uh, I have Tyranny on on uh oh my on deck. Dude, that's like three hundred hours of fucking games mm-hmm. Jesus it's crazy mm. I'm excited speaking, for this next one yeah speaking of crazy Frisky Business is out on PS4 you are Mr. Falco Frisk 
private detective of the Frisk Investigation Solutions. Develop your relationships with your team as you take on your very first case. So, yeah, if you want to get an idea for what this game is like, some of the a lot of the trophies revolve around just banging your coworkers. So right on. Yeah, it's not really a detective game. <laughs> no, doesn't sound like it. Um. Ooh, here we have Hunting Simulator on PlayStation Four at retail. You can't buy this game. This is weird, unless it's already yeah. out digitally. I don't know. I don't know. In I don't hunting, uh, yeah, I I don't either. In hunting simulator, discover distinct hunting areas areas and complete hundreds of objectives alone or with your friends. Explore varied environments, track your prey, and become a better hunter. Mm. Next up is Iron Cryptical on PS4. Mm. The glorious royal treasures of Kryptonia have been stolen. Now the king's washed up. Now the king's washed up knights must suit up and descend into the ancient palace crypts to return the golden goodies. Okay. okay. Here we have Leap of Fate on PlayStation 4 digitally. Leap of Fate is a furiously paced cyberpunk roguelite about overcoming your fears and achieving your fate. In a New York City, in a New York City where magic is real, you play as a techno mage who must develop unspeakable powers to confront the crucible of fates. Can you survive the trials? Hmm. The artwork looks like something from like Dishonored. Agreed. Up is Minecraft Story Mode Season 2, Episode 1 on PS4 Digital. Now that Jesse and the gang have vanquished the winter storm, saved the world, and become totally super famous heroes. Spoilers! Fuck! Life has gotten a bit more complicated. With more responsibilities and less time for adventure, old relationships have started to fade. At least until Jesse's hand gets stuck in a creepy gauntlet that belongs to an ancient underwater temple. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if anybody was really asking for a season two of this. Just saying. I mean, fine. If this was your thing, that's cool. But I wonder if they're just quickly turning this stuff around because it's fucking Minecraft. Yeah, you know, instead of this, we could have another Wolf Among Us, but uh, no. I just don't get why they're not doing a season two of that, because everybody wants the Wolf Among Us. Like, I feel there's very few things people want from Telltale anymore, because people are just kind of getting tired of their shit. Yeah, I really don't like it when they try to adapt other franchises. It's not, it doesn't come off as good to me. Like, Walking Dead was probably the best they'd done, but... Even so, it wasn't, it was, I'm not sure how tonally similar it was to the actual Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, it sort of was. I mean, it just had this, like, grim fucking atmosphere of seriousness and, like, some batshit crazy stuff that happened, so. I don't know, I just, I feel like they did that well and they thought they could do other things well, but they haven't been doing other things well. Yeah, I mean, people come down to the engine. That's fine. 
that's a fair complaint. Like yep. the engine's not good. Everybody knows that, but e- but I'd go as far to say is that sometimes like they just don't get it. They don't get the point of certain things. Like Game of Thrones, they just totally lost the point of Game of Thrones. I I feel yeah. like when they that just playing that game, it didn't feel like Game of Thrones to me. It felt like no. some bastardized version of of it. Yeah. Um, and. I guess Tales from the Borderlands was good, but they totally it was a it's a comedy and it's not hard to replicate a comedy. Right. I think, you know, the engine like the engine's a big complaint, but to me, it just kind of comes down to the story Mm -hmm. telling like the storytelling's just kind of been okay. Like I enjoyed Batman. I thought Batman was cool, but even that had its spots where I was like, this isn't that exciting, you know? And Game of Thrones wasn't exciting uh, at all. Tales from the Borderlands was good. I'm trying to think of, like, what else? What was that other thing that I fucking played by them? Oh, The Walking Dead Michonne. That was okay, too. It's like, that's the biggest problem to me. And I think they kind of need, they just need to take, like, a year off of, like, making shit. They need to put out a new engine and they need to seriously start thinking about visual styles. Like at first, the visual style was cool, but I personally don't think it fucking works with everything. You know? Definitely. (sighs) They have problems. They need to solve them. I just don't know if if this was something people have wanted because nobody was really talking about Minecraft story mode. Just nobody's really talking about Tales Hill a lot anymore. And I kind of can't believe, like, they have to know that, you know? They have to know that our games aren't reviewing as well. You know, I don't know sales-wise, but maybe they're not selling as well. Who knows on that uh, for a fact. Well, they haven't been uh, charting, if that's any Yeah, indicator. and also, like, yeah, they haven't been reviewing as well. And also, like, people just aren't talking about our games anymore. So we need to change something. Like, we, we're we just kind of starting to beat a dead horse. Yeah, other the point. thing is, other games were, have started to do their thing better. Like, Don't Absolutely. Nod. And uh, yep. Until Dawn was yep. a better version of a Telltale game. Yep. And, like, it's... They, they had, like, kind of... They had the corner of the block, like all to themselves for a while but now that there's competition they aren't adapting and yeah you have to adapt yeah exactly and they need they absolutely need to take a look at how they do this fucking uh episodic structure like they just do this shotgun blast of shit and they're like here's the first episode the next episode for, I don't know, four months, maybe. And then, oh, the third episode's out two weeks after the second one. And then uh, the fourth one's out about two months after that. And then the fifth one, ah, at this point, it's been about a year since this game's been out. You know, like they just need to either put the whole fucking thing out at once or think of a really Actually have good a schedule. Yeah, like I feel schedule. like they don't even have a schedule. Yeah, they just kind of make stuff, and when it's done, it's done. And that's fine, but, you know, I just think you would have a better conversation from people, and it would stick with people a little bit more if, say, you put out one a week or one every other week, you know? 
And it's like people are done. They know when the next one's coming out and they can look forward to it. And they're just going to keep talking about it. They'll go talk to their friends about it if it's good and all kinds of stuff. And it's like, man, you know, I, I bought The Walking Dead season four and, you know, it started and I can't wait in two weeks. The next episode's going to be here and, you know, it'll only take me six weeks to get through or fucking I don't know, you know? Mm. I think I think we've I think we've had enough of telltale talk. Here. Yeah, they're, they're they're starting to become very frustrating. I know to other people they've been frustrating for sure, but they're they're getting to that point with me now. It's just like bleh, I don't know. Let's talk about motorcycles, man. Moto GP yeah. 17, baby, on PlayStation 4 digitally. The 2017 edition of the official MotoGP video game brings all the adrenaline and need for speed of the new world championship, including all the riders, teams, and tracks of the 2017 season. Fuck yeah, man. Mm. Next up is Mr. Pumpkin Adventure on Vita. Immerse yourself in a game of logic and puzzle solving that will help Mr. Pumpkin regain his memory. Make your way through an adventure-filled kingdom of plants. 50 wonderful scenes that will take you through this fantastical world on our quest to help Mr. Pumpkin. Mm. At first, when I looked at this, I thought that was just a giant pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> and I was like, is this a game about making... Hmm. Never yeah. mind. They should have held this game until October. People would have been in the mood for pumpkins. Yeah, I mean... Been like, yeah. oh, this has pumpkins, sure. And they should probably put a larger pumpkin than that little figure on probably. a Mr. Pumpkin adventure game. Yeah. Um, here we have Mr. Shifty on PlayStation 4 digitally. Shift through bullets and master lightning-fast takedowns in an all-new kind of action game from Tiny Build and Team Shifty. Mr. Shifty follows a teleportation-fueled heist to break into the world's most secure facility. This cool. game came out earlier this year on Switch? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it, so. Uh, it looks cool. It's basically like a... like Hotline Miami-ish mm. in its gameplay. So, Next up is Serial Cleaner on PS4. Digital slip on your flares. Grab your shades and hop into your station wagon. It's time to go to work as a professional cleaner for the mob. Mm. What the fuck? Is, is that a face? Yeah, it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. I see it now. I see the sunglasses or whatever that at first was looking very, very bizarre to me. And I'm like, what the fucking hell is that? All right. We're getting towards the end here. There are a lot of games this week. 20 games I counted earlier. Holy crap. Here we have Transport Giant on PlayStation 4 digitally. The year is 1850. The world is experiencing its biggest upheaval. Witness the birth of mass production and mass transport. With a little capital and an innovative idea, you can build an empire. Ooh, next up is Warlocks versus Shadows on PS4. Choose your most powerful warlocks in a universe and wage a war to cleanse evil once and for all. Warlocks vs. Shadows is an intense 2D action RPG slash brawler featuring five terrifying dimensions. 
Brought to you by the studio who gave you spiders versus wind. <laughs> Is that a serious thing? No. Oh, should just be. Make, I'm just making fun of that name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we have, lastly, Yama Yama. Play as one of the armless rejects in the, in the Yamayama Arena of Joy. Your goal is to impress the flat god faces of the Underverse by fat-suiting your opponents into oblivion. Ooh. I have no idea what any of that means. I don't either. But we're done. We're done with the video games. There uh, are no more video games. <laughs> no. It's all over. Uh, you can listen to the Spider-Man Homecoming original soundtrack. Don't spoil that movie for me. I haven't watched it yet. It is great. I will just say that. I really, really enjoyed it. Also, Game of Thrones comes back this Sunday, and I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, that is a thing. Oh. Hmm. So we wanted to talk to you people about something. Some stuff. Some stuff. Um, this guy... You might know more about him than I do. Video Game Donkey. Yeah. Made a video calling out game critics. Yeah. More specifically, game critics who work for major sites like IGN, GameSpot, Game Informer, that kind of stuff. Um, so I just watched the video like an hour before we started recording, um, and I haven't really had a time to fully form my thoughts, but... I guess we we could summarize basically what he said was that uh, he doesn't like how big review sites have so many different people working for them because it they don't have like a singular voice and it's hard to keep track of who's saying what about games. Yeah. He, he points out that there's inconsistencies within each company who pr does games media um, and sites that when you see a YouTuber's review, you know exactly what you're going to get from them because it's an individual. But he also makes this argument that they only play recent releases, too. They only review recent releases of games, which is kind of counterintuitive, I think. Uh, this is my first argument on what his video is trying to say. Like, if you're going to complain that there's too many voices, but also complain that they don't talk about every game that comes out, that's kind of counterintuitive because you can't have one person who covers everything. No one YouTuber covers everything. It's like, I felt like that part of his argument there is definitely flawed. Um, some of his other arguments against uh, game critics included like stuff like, like just the way they talk about games, um, the relationship between game, games media companies and publishers, like the kind of the the deals that they they make to get sponsored content and stuff like that um which is obviously a, a problem YouTubers have too just going to point that out um i'm i'm trying i don't i don't know like what 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 did you think about what he had to say well i thought it was a very <laughs> very funny video donkey's videos are hilarious like if you go even just watch those other ones that are just about specific games or whatever, even games that he likes that are good, like his videos are always funny. And I thought he did make some good points in his video, though. Like, 
I just think the biggest thing is how, like, he kind of called out in the reviews, uh, and I, I think the last thing he shows, which is a review of New Super Mario Brothers U mm-hmm. for Wii U, where, like, throughout the review, they're saying all these negative bad things about the game, and then at the end they give it a 9.1. <laughs> like... What you're saying in your review just doesn't line up, but you're too – but a site like IGN just isn't willing – you know, they they don't want to, uh, you know, hurt the publishers or whatever because they, they want to have this exclusive access to things and content and screenshots and gameplay and all that stuff. And so, like, so those- that stuff sucks because if you do listen to IGN, they are never overly critical about – anything really and i like ign's personalities like they have some really fucking cool people that work there i like listening to their podcast but even then they never say anything that's fucking outrageous you know mm-hmm. so compared to other sites even even bigger sites like giant bomb giant bomb just says whatever the fuck they want it's great so you know uh, this, the that kind of like problem with like trying to maintain relationships with publishers and game developers and stuff like that i i, I just don't i don't I don't buy it because YouTubers suffer from that much worse because they're smaller and they actually rely on maintaining that relationship more so than larger media companies do. But they don't need nobody needs that relationship. Yeah, especially YouTubers. Actually, I'd say that YouTubers being smaller, you absolutely need that relationship if you want to get early access to most. But most of them, I feel like, don't give a flying fuck. They'll go buy the game if they want to, Mm -hmm. you know? That, that's just what I think about that. Like they don't care. So a lot of them don't give a flying fuck about getting early access to something. I mean, YouTubers can do deals like sponsored deals and stuff. I completely get that. I just don't think they care about getting early access and having, you know, mm-hmm. publishers being all up their ass. Um, I want to point out, like, on the point of not knowing, like, whose voice you're hearing at a site, that's what bylines are for. I, I, I feel like that argument that, like, a site does not have a singular voice is just completely invalid. But I, would you rather know, would you rather go to a review and look at it and be like, I completely know what this person likes and... If they say this is good, then I totally believe them because this is the type of stuff they're into. Or would you rather just read a two sentence thing at the bottom of the page that's something kind of goofy and says, yeah, I only beat half of each game. Like I would rather just know, you know, that's why I – I don't remember the last time I read an IGN review and it's not specifically for that. I just don't like the reviews and it, but also like the whole, like they freelance out a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and, and I get that because, you know, they obviously they're a big company and they have have their people on a lot of other things and maybe they can't dedicate everybody to every every review but like to me it's way more informative to go 
in reader review on Giant Bomb by Dan Reichert or Jeff Gersman, who I know are like big Nintendo guys or something. And I'm reading a Nintendo game review by them. And I'm like, okay, I I get what they're saying there. And if they're saying it's good, then I, I agree. But if you go to IGN, it's just this like freelancer. And I don't really know what they're in. So I don't know if I can fully get behind what they're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I just don't think that you can expect a single site to have a have their voice on on what a game is because there can be different people no. within the company yeah. can have no, different, that. different opinions about a game. I feel like that's to say that you need to have like a company have their take on a game. I think that's just that's bad. And that would actually hurt reviews if people were shoehorned into agreeing with what the site says about a game. No, and and I don't think that's what he was trying to say, though. I think not just like I I think he was just saying that there's just so many fucking reviewers and stuff on IGN GameSpot that like I just don't know who to believe. But if they had like I look at Game Informer. Game Informer reviews a lot of stuff, but they have a crew of like 10 people. They don't review everything, but uh, like, you know what they like, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, I think that's a good way to go. But like, even then, like if you read a review from Ben Reeves on Game Informer, like that's still his opinion. It might it doesn't stand for all of Game Informer. There might Mm -hmm. be someone else from Game Informer that doesn't like it. But still, it's it's still personality driven. You know, you know, those people, you know what they like. And you know if you can trust them more, I guess. <sighs> I, I mean, I just I feel like he threw a lot of generalizations out there that aren't necessarily true anymore. And he made it seem like sites aren't trying. I, I feel like that was one of the things that rubbed off as wrong to me. He, f- he made it sound like people aren't trying to write better. Like he, he points out some some examples of like people like that Batman thing. He, he pointed out it feels like Batman, like people out there are trying to do better. He, he made it sound like that people just don't try. Yeah, but it doesn't bother you if you read a review and it sounds negative, but the score ends up being positive. Yeah, that, that does bother me. I, I feel like. And then, like, the month before that, IGN had an IGN first and a bunch of exclusive stuff on it. It's mm-hmm. like, that just does is a feel shady to me, you know? It is a problem, but I I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't get behind it 100% at all. Like, it, there's some... It's a two-way street. Like, there's not... He isn't 100% correct about a lot of this because some of the stuff he was citing, stuff has changed. Like It seemed like he was citing a lot of stuff from years earlier that, it, like, I don't know. He, he went back on some really old shit. <laughs> some, but I think they still stand to be relevant even today mm. with some of, some of his points. Let me ask you this. Do you read reviews? I, Out of curiosity. I do. I don't. I, I read like so it de- it depends if it's a game that I'm not sure about. I'll read a review. But if it's a game I'm already going to play, there's no point in me fucking reading a review. 
Like, right. if it's a game yeah. I'm already going, I'm already going in on. I don't need to read a review. I don't need to. I don't need to know what someone else feels about this game to know what I feel about a game. Yeah. I uh, I don't read reviews. Uh, I'll maybe click on IGN or Game Informers and just look at the score or whatever. I'm I'm that guy. But uh, like I'll I'll read like their summary or whatever. But to me, like I just don't get value out of reviews. Like I'd rather just go listen to a podcast of someone talking about the game, mm-hmm. you know, because that that's just something that's more more raw. Mm-hmm. a little bit more real and they'll just kind of say how they feel and there's a more of a discussion around it uh from multiple different angles most of the time too so you can really get what you get like i don't read ign's reviews but i'll listen to their podcast and because i like the personalities that they have on their podcast you know because they usually have the same re re, re- occurring people and they're all pretty cool and you know if one of them says you know, oh yeah, this game's cool. I'll be like, cool. But there's usually different angles and stuff. And yeah, I'll maybe read reviews if it's something that I'm interested in, but I'm not sure on. Mm-hmm. I yeah, and, and I also just read reviews from like specific people too. Like it's not like I I, I hate to I hate to say this, but I don't like I don't read too many reviews that come from freelancers. Because I'm like, I don't really know what this guy's in, like. And that's, I think that's just one point he was trying to get at. Because like, don't you think IGN would be, IGN or GameSpot would be a better website or just more reliable? You would, let me back up, try to just, <laughs> I'm just trying to get my words right. Like I would feel they're a little bit more reliable if they had a crew of just like, 10 people that reviewed games and yeah, maybe they don't touch everything. Cause that's just impossible. But like you just, they had reoccurring faces with their reviews. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I would, I just, I wish they would be a little bit more like that because there's certain people that I'm like, okay, I would probably read a review from them if I wanted to, but I feel like they don't really review shit. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, it's I don't think I don't think video game critics are bad as he try, as he said. No, they're not. Ter- no. Yeah. Like, like, he, I he was care. very high. It was a lot of hyperbole. And I I think it just rubbed off the wrong way, like as if he, he felt he was trying to elevate himself above the above a critic just because he wasn't working for a major site. I feel like it came off as like, oh, if you're working for a major site, you're not as good as a YouTuber. Uh, or you're not as valid no, as I, a YouTuber for the average average uh, consumer. I personally don't feel that way. Uh, I I feel... I like feel he, the he, biggest overall point he was just trying to get at is like... He offered in a In games of, criticism, let's just say how we feel. You know? Yeah, but... Just he, period. He, Make sure shit's But he didn't lying. say that. He, he what he said. He offered up a lot of the problems, but he never like really talked about the solutions to those problems because a lot of the problems he brought up are just related to needing to be a big company that covers a lot of ground, and th- that's not what a YouTuber does. A YouTuber doesn't cover a lot of ground like a major media company does, and the differences between those, yeah, it. I don't know. I I just feel like it's almost an unfair comparison to 
I, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's an interesting uh, conversation, for sure. Of like how you know those games websites operate. I I do. I don't like the uh, shady business that goes on, but I also yeah. know that there's a lot of YouTubers out there who get paid for paid to talk well about that's games. True. And like that's that's, that's really sh- that's shittier to me than the obvious like sponsorship deal. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean both both things happen for sure. Yeah, I think you know games media can be better both ways. Yeah, I mean you know, but publishers are want to they want to get their game out there, so they're going to approach the IGN or the YouTuber to get coverage on their game. And of course, so those people are going to want that too, because that's clicks that IGN's getting that nobody else is getting on something big or views that a YouTuber is going to get. Like it is a two way street. Uh, I, yeah, I just wish IGN or GameSpot big, things like that that even they do have personalities they might not review everything but i do wish that even in their podcast or whatever that they would you know be a little bit more critical and and say a little bit more of how they maybe should feel sometimes because sometimes it just i feel like they should be more critical on something but they don't Mm -hmm. don't that's just a way that i feel someone else could feel completely different about that and maybe my feeling on that's wrong. Maybe they are saying what they feel. I don't know. Oh man, it is. It's an interesting video, though. You should go check it out. I, you should so check out before some of this, other stuff too. Before it's, this, it's I like, didn't know who the hell Donkey was. So uh, I'm just going to ask this of you who did know who he was beforehand. Did, did this come off as like a publicity stunt to you? No. Okay. I was just I was just making sure that it, that wasn't what this was. No, uh, Donkey's video. To me, they're they're hilarious because he'll I mean, he'll take even good games and just point out really stupid shit about him or a lot of his videos are more comedy driven of just like dumb shit that happened and happens in games and stuff. But uh, no, I I don't think it's just a publicity stunt. All right. I, I just wanted to make sure because if that's all it was, I don't really give a shit. He has an amazing video where he calls Papa John's. Mm. Any any old any Papa keeps asking John's. Him. Yeah, it's just like a random video he made, and he know. just ask uh, keeps asking if he can talk to John and where's where's pizza pie is and stuff. It's mm. you should watch it. It's hilarious. All right. <sighs> I think that's that's all we're gonna say for now on that. I might have to develop thoughts and talk about it at a later time. But I think that's all the time I really have today. I, I'm sorry. We're, we're not going to get to this other topic, but we'll get to it next week. Perfect. But yeah, that's that's the show this week. Mm. We Another talked about the, some things. And we talked about some stuff. That's usually what a podcast is yeah that's what we do um, new games and stuff 
So if you want to get in contact with us before next week's episode, you can do that at PS Report Podcast on Twitter or email us at the PlayStation Report. Oh, wait. Yeah. Ugh. What? Holy shit. I forget the email address. Hold on. PS PS Report Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Like it on our own email. Damn. <laughs> It's because you guys don't send us email. Send send us a fucking trash. Send us a dumpster fire. I don't I don't care. We'll talk about your herpes or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Frank. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth on Twitter. This is Tyler. You can find him at PS Report. Yeah, no, at Plugged On Vids. I'm just fucking up. Correct. That's his YouTube channel where he does other stuff much more professionally than I do. Um, <laughs> I I don't know about that one. Uh, okay, I was trying to throw you a bone. You you just threw it right back at my face. I mean, the bone that can be thrown is we do stuff, but I don't I don't know if it's more professional than what. what you do. <laughs> I was trying to give you some credit, maybe yeah. undeserved, but all right, whatever. We're just we'll see you next week. This has been episode seventy. Until yeah. then, be good to each other. Play your video games kick some ass if you don't know it go learn it we out